Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we're here for our WCW Nitro episode five and six reaction. Uh, it was supposed to be yesterday, but stuff happened. I, I work, I work twelve hours, so if I would have been on here, I probably would have been asleep most yeah. of the time, and I, I don't think that would be good. And if you guys would like to watch on with us, you can go over to Peacock TV and. With WCW Nitro episodes five, five first number six. If you don't have Peacock, then maybe just maybe you'll find it on our website or YouTube. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> or if you have an old VHS, saw that in there. But yeah, uh, I'm ready when you are. Yeah, press and play. All right. Of course, I got a commercial first. Oh, you got a commercial. Yeah, you went right into it. Yeah, mine went. Uh, hate to say that. I, like, I paused it, but I'm feeling I'll get one right after shortly. All right, you got about seven seconds, then I'm going, then I'm going into the show. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm Coming going in. in now. All right. Got the entrance. For the intro to the show. So, man, what, what? So, tell me about the weekend, dude. I mean, I've seen all the pics, man. Tell, tell yeah. everybody about what's going, what happened. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, of course, summer, summer's in Nashville, but Starcast is really themed over Ric Flair's last match. A big dramatic thing. Um, <laughs> and at the Starcast thing. He wasn't even the big name, like he was the main attraction, but he wasn't even the person people were going to meet really. But the event was still around hmm. him. Uh, I went to Starcast on Saturday and met a few people: uh, Brian Danielson, Bret Hart, and Collider Casanoli, the Nasty Boys. I met some others that I didn't get pictures with. Uh, some my flag, WCW flag, Diamond Dallas hmm. Page, and Ron Simmons. That's awesome, dude. That's 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 awesome. A little, I'm a little jealous. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> what is this dog wearing? I know those eyes. The right? googly eyes. He has yeah. the googly eyes on. I forget. I'm trying to remember the name of the dog. Oh, like I also met Orange Cassidy and Miro. There. Oh, that's oh awesome. I met Orange Cassidy one time, and he was very nice. This time, he was a complete jerk. Really? Yeah. What, what happened? First, well. I got my figure signed. Of course, Rick Flair's on. Uh, I got my figure <laughs> signed, and the per- the lady of her security was very protective. Like, if you're only getting a picture with him, that's the only time you can go up near him. So hmm. she wasn't there. So I just handed him my figure to sign. I paid and everything. We're like, all right, pre-purchased this. And then he just grabbed my figure, like, like pulling it out. And then when he signed it, he just shoved it back. Jeez, oh, I don't see the reason in all that. And I paid 90 bucks for that. For real? I mean, I don't see the reason in him being an asshole. You're just, you're getting time. exactly what you're paying for. And he wants to, I mean, and, and he, I'm, I'm assuming he's been paid to do what he's doing. I don't oh, see the yeah. issue. But the first time I met him a few years ago, he was very nice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder what there. happened. But he was all nice around. He went up to, uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Brian Danielson and hmm. Bubba 
I bully Ray. It was all cool with them, but hopefully Orange Cast isn't hearing this because if we do another podcast one day, we'll have to discuss this. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> but he was no. Wait a part. second. No, no. I mean, even if he does see this, I mean, yeah. there was no reason behind the actions that he had, really. Is this the replay or I think there's a replay from last week? Yeah, this is the replay. Yeah, they're showing the recap. But yeah, Orange Cassidy, he I've heard a lot of fan response in that he's always been nice, but hmm. Maybe he's having a bad day. Mm-hmm. He had a real bad day. Well, not too bad to go to DDP and everyone and I don't know. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, everyone else was nice. Bret Hart. Well, Bret Hart showed up like two hours late, but he was very nice. Hmm. I'm about to show my WCW flag uh, on here eventually. That'd be DDP. cool. Yeah, yeah, do that. I got DDP and Ron Simmons to sign up. Plus, I got Sting signed at Booker T. Well, not at Starcast, but I got yeah. That's a nice collection of signatures right there. Yeah, I seen a WrestleCade a few months ago, like November. I was fixing my flag hmm. up and folding it. Then Johnny Swinger just comes up to me. I it says nice flag. If you know who Johnny Swinger is, mm-hmm. I think I feel like he was trying to want me to pay him to get him to sign my flag, but but he said like <laughs> the flag, but. They, I mean, to... that's the thing, though. Wrestlers use those tactics to get to get you to pay for stuff. Virgil is class. Virgil is a classic example of that. He'll he'll sneak into a picture with you and then tell you had to yes. pay for it. Yes, Virgil. <laughs> Let me say this: this sat this last Saturday, he he was he did, there. Yeah, he did something like that. Like I was just walking by, <laughs> to get in someone's line, and then he saw my flag, and then he said, "You know, I was in WCW. I saw that. I saw oh. this." So he kept on on and on and on. Man, Virgil always on that hustle, man. <laughs> but John Splinger was uh, probably nice about it. He said not many people have that kind of flag anymore. Hmm. But he didn't pressure me like some people would. Yeah, I mean, there are there are wrestlers out there that they will they will get on your ass to pay for something, like. You know, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's a hustle. It's a hustle to some wrestlers. This is the first match. Yep. Seems like it'd be the main event. That's Seems exactly like, what I was thinking too. But I, but as I remembered it, I mean, I was thinking like this, the same thing. Because like this is the primarily the biggest. Well, counting Paul White and Hulk Hogan, this I would say this is the biggest storyline on the show. Yeah, Macho and Licks. That was one of the hugest storylines of this time. Uh, I see Jay Lethal all right there. I can't unsee it. <laughs> Black machismo. I, I wish they would have, in Hulk Hogan's prom right there, and Jay Lethal would have been able to do something. Hmm. Yeah. I know he came to TNA, Macho Man, but. Macho Man is dead serious. <laughs> you see the look in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this isn't going to be 
I don't think anyone's gonna go out of the ring when this when the night starts. And see, that's the thing I remember about this story is that Lex Luger was always the one you couldn't trust back then. He was the one you could not trust, but he would perceive himself to be the trustworthy one. But when your back's turned, he's he's healing it up. He did he did that with Sting yeah. all the time. All the time. Sting with you know, Sting, you know, had had that faith in him and had that belief that he yeah, Lex is a good guy. But then when the second his back's turned, he's shunning, you know, Lex Luger is shunning fans and, you know, not accepting fives from fans and healing it all up. I mean, it was it was brilliant storytelling. And a lot of people don't even, I mean, a lot of people don't even talk about that, about the storytelling between Lex Luger, Sting, Macho Man. I mean, that whole storyline right there. See a lot of yellow where they're showing commercial break. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, I get a commercial break. too. Did you get a commercial? Yep. <laughs> I got the WWE DoorDash. Uh, oh yeah, this is a DoorDash commercial. I didn't know. I didn't notice it was a DoorDash commercial until I saw the DoorDash symbol on the wall. Lucifer, thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for tuning who, in. Who was all there at Starcast? Oh, uh, there's a lot of big names ones I didn't meet. Rick, the whole Four Horsemen was there, but like multiple, like not just the original Four Horsemen. Like they had different members of each uh, Four Horsemen faction. Like they had Lex Luger. They had. Um, J.J. Dillon, of course, Tolly and Arn Anderson. That's some others there too. But besides, J.J. Dillon was like the manager back in the day of the original Horseman. Yeah, the only one that didn't get was Ollie Anderson, but we don't do anything with your player, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> but uh, who else was there? <laughs> Brian Danielson, Bret Hart. On Sunday, there was a lot of other big names that I didn't, I didn't go on that page. I had Mick Foley really, showed up also. Mick Foley was there. Yeah. Um, so there were some people only on Sunday or only on Saturday or doing both days. I was wanting to meet Ricky Starks, but he was only Saturday, Sunday. Hmm. I saw I saw on on, um, on a video that that uh, Undertaker and Mick Foley was sitting right next to each other during the match. Yeah. At, uh, yeah, Undertaker, Bret Hart, McFoley. Yeah, they're all sitting all together. I didn't watch the event. Uh, I didn't really see it. Of course, if you've seen, if you if you've seen pictures, Ric Flair bled. That's oh, I knew that was going to happen. Oh so, yeah, that was his thing was was bleeding in matches. Rick loved that. If anyone watching, uh, if you did watch the match, tell us how it was. Uh, of course, I saw pictures and stuff, but I know I didn't watch the event. I watched SummerSlam, though. Well, kind of had to. Well, I was kind of forced to because it was in Nashville, and everyone that went with me in the hotel wanted to see it. So, But I will say it was a pretty decent show. No, that's saying a lot for me saying that. Yeah, that's the thing about all accounts, but people I know that have went there and watched it. Yeah. You know, they're saying it wasn't a bad show. It was pretty good. 
Brock Lesnar flipped well, that whole. I, now I've seen rings collapse, but he flipped that whole ring. <laughs> that was awesome. That was so cool. That's what I knew that Vince wasn't running the show anymore because Vince wouldn't let this kind of that kind of stuff happen. He would maybe you know, let, with what's been going would, down lately. He would maybe let the let the ring collapse, but he, he wouldn't let Brock drop the track. <laughs> like they said that, that was supposed, but they said that it wasn't supposed to go that far when he flipped it. But Shit. I'm just glad it didn't go all the way over because someone would have really got hurt doing that. But I mean, think about it. Is that not putting the sports? Is that not putting entertainment and sports entertainment? I mean, that was like yeah. some of the most entertaining stuff I've seen in WWE in a long time since yeah. since the Stone Cold days. Yeah, like he was I was driving, you know, beer trucks into the ring. <laughs> I've been something if we would have flipped the ring, Vince McMahon during that time period. Man. But like besides that, like the Brock and Roman match was good. Hopefully that's the end of that. I hope so too. I mean, that's, I that that's story that's run its course. I seen that Brock Lesnar's coming back, so hopefully he goes with someone else. I, f- I swear, if they do Brock versus Roman at Hell in a Cell, I, d- <laughs> they, I wouldn't put had... it past. But then again, Vince isn't in charge, so we might not we, we yeah. might not see repeated stuff. Hopefully, it's uh, Brock and someone else. They got some people. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's putting his foot on the rope. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right behind the referee's back. He's- you yeah, see what Le- you see what he did. You see the way Lex. You see that his actions. He looked right at the ref, and then he put his ropes. Then he put his feet on the rope. That's what I was saying. Like the whole time, you couldn't trust Luger. Like besides that one match, was some other good matches. Surprisingly, Logan Paul did very, very, very good. That shocked me. I was like, "Well, he like does I, have some skills." Okay. At first, he was at WrestleMania. Still think he's an ass. <laughs> at uh, WrestleMania, he did pretty good, but this time he. He's doing moves that he's kind of like on the level of hook. Like he's looks only had like eleven matches, and he looks like he's been doing it for years, same as Logan Paul. But you know, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. I could yeah. well see. I could see Logan Paul becoming a champion in WWE. I mean, if he's taking this serious, I mean, yeah, yeah I can see that. He signed a multi-year deal. Well, I mean, look, well, yeah. Well, if he's taking it all serious, best you know, best of luck to him. I mean, the Miz was the same way. He started off in reality TV. Nobody took him serious, and he became huge. Yeah. What else happened? Who says in Street Profits was good? Same winners, as always. But like, there I was keep a... teasing the Street Profits breaking up. But I don't. If they're not going to do it now, they're not going to do that anytime soon. Like they they don't hardly have any tag teams in WWE. Like what would they do without them? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, triple. If I was triple, I'd be signed back a few tag teams. Like the Good Brothers are contract is expired. The Impact. Yeah. And see, that's that's another thing I was going to ask you about. Like now with now with the old man gone, do you see a lot of do you see an influx of people coming back that left because of him? Think, uh, I think I've seen said that Sasha and Naomi will probably uh, sign back. I don't know if that's true, but we'll, they'll probably go back. Probably Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Because I've heard that I've heard they already got. You know, I've heard they already back. They just haven't decided what they're gonna do. Johnny Gargano will probably be back. Karen Cross. Oh, I uh, got referee. 
Now, as far as anyone going now, done the, the right way, carrying cross, they can make him huge. I would done the him, right way. If I was bringing him back, I'd put him back on the next to get him out there again. Mm-hmm. Have him have a feud with. I don't know if he went against Braun Breaker, but, but I'm pretty sure I could do some stuff with him. Then, then when he comes back to the main roster, give him a better debut, a, a nice comeback to the main roster. Better gear, too. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid, the way they did all that. <laughs> His stuff that he wore in Impact was just fine. That was like that demolition 1980s stuff he was wearing. <laughs> Paul White or the Giant. Yeah, this match isn't going to have a winner, I don't think. Now, the riffs, well, the Macho's trying to get the riff up after hitting the after hitting Oops. the elbow off the top. But if I was going to give someone an average, I'd give it a B plus. Yeah, that's fair. That's pretty I would, fair. I would give it an A, but most of the matches were rematches. Yeah. But it was a decent show. I watched Raw last night. Well, Half a roll before I fell asleep, but from what I was saying, it was pretty good too. <laughs> it, it was pretty good as well. Uh, did you find yourself? Did you find yourself saying that I can't wait to see what happens on Raw? I would have said that two thousand and nine, as an eight, ten. But they did. It was. It was a, I watched. Um, I watched like a thing of like Vince's Vince LS Sugar wins submission. Uh I watched yeah, like, a, like a two months ago is Vince's raw to Triple H's raw. And there's a mm-hmm. a little bit of a difference. Morally, there's more wrestling on the show now than just talk, 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 recap, 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 talk, talk, talk. Yes. Talk. Now there was Yes, still, and that was a huge complaint of mine also. You know, now, there was some still talking, but it seemed like the show had a more wrestling involved. And yeah. they, uh, the United States Championship, they kind of uh, trying to get that prestigious again. Like they showed a full video package of Bret Hart, like a big video package. Uh, they even had Booker T there, a former. US yeah, he was there. He, was, uh, he did He did the uh, uh, commentating for one of the matches for the qualifying yeah, they, match. You'd had two, three ways, and then AJ and Champa went out in the semi-main event. Booker T commented that. I'm glad they're giving Tommaso Champa a pretty good run. It, it's Triple H, so and Triple H lo- loves Tommaso Champa from NXT. So yeah, I, I have a, I I'm happy to see that, that too. I have a feeling that he's fixing to get a pretty big push. Now let me ask you this too. Now with Champa about to get a little push, and with the old man gone, and people and people starting to return, do you, do you think we'll see like like you said earlier, Johnny Gargano coming back? But do you think we'll see DIY make a re, you know a, a reunion yeah. and take over the tag team division? That'll be awesome see to see. See right now, Champa's with the Miz, but I think he's going to turn on him eventually. Yeah, and I could totally and I could totally see him doing it with. Gargano attacking the Miz and Tomasa Champa Champa has to pick a side like the Miz or Gargano and then he picks Gargano later on in the story. Man, that would be dope. That, uh, that, could you imagine, man, DIY getting back together on Raw? That'll be, good That'll be so cool. Against the Usos, who'd uh, 
Guess, yeah, oh. they can be the ones to break the Usos. They can be the be the ones to break the Usos streak. Oh man, think, think about that. How he's huge on, would that be? He's on this show. Yeah, look, I'll be here. But I still have number AEW as my number one favorite promotion. WWE is getting a little bit better, but I'm not going to base yeah. it off one show. I want to see repeated stuff. Exactly. Repeatedly good shows because one show isn't going to do one two shows is going to do it. But AEW will probably forever be my number one promotion. Favorite, yeah, promotion. I mean because they're doing top notch stuff right now. But that doesn't mean I won't. It's hard not to watch WWE with given Triple H is in charge. Right. I mean, you think about NXT Black and Gold, how he did all that. I mean, I'm dying to see what he does to the, you know, to Raw and SmackDown. See how they revise it all. You know? Oh, this guy. <laughs> Disco Inferno. <laughs> can you know? Can you name anybody whose favorite wrestler was Disco Inferno? <laughs> I can't think of one. It'd have Can to you be... name one memorable memorable match from Disco Inferno? Uh, I can't. I may remember a <laughs> promo or two on TNA, but not one match. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just never been a big Disco Inferno fan. I I, I mean, I get so I get the gimmick. I get I get it, but I've just never been a huge fan. It's just his, his promos in, in TNA first started were really good. But like besides that, he couldn't – he just wasn't like a fan favorite. Right. <laughs> he kind of had that go-away heat, not that – not the yeah. regular go-away. <laughs> oh, Dean Malenko, this is his first time on Nitro. Oh, they're going to – oh, they're having a match? Dean and Eddie? Oh, wow, Hell this is yeah. going to be a good one. Yes, this is going to be awesome. Yes, yeah, someone tried Man to tell me this last Someone tried to tell me this last weekend at Starcast that WCW had ice under the ring. Someone once told me that a while back, but there's not way. <laughs> yeah, no way I've possible. heard that stuff too. There's no way possible <laughs> you can have. There's, uh, there's no way possible you could have ice under the ring and not melt. Like, I don't see how that's possible unless you have it in a. Cold, cold place. I don't see how it's unless possible. they unless they're doing this show in a hockey rink. I don't see how that's possible. You know how bad that hurt. Went on thick hard ice. <laughs> that's that'd be worse than concrete. <laughs> I want to get someone on here from that wrestled in WCW at this time and ask them: Was there ice under the ring? I don't believe there was, but maybe some coolers with ice in yeah. them, but. <laughs> I don't really see how they come up with that. I mean, who it's knows how they, how people come up with these these myths in wrestling? I mean, there's a myth yeah. out there that Jim Cornette has a horseshoe in his tennis racket, the little case that that <laughs> is one of that. There's, yeah. there's a fable that I mean, I don't know if it, it may knowing him is probably true, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about all this. Oh, that was good. Uh, Mario and Irving took about to the old school. 
I don't think I'll go totally back old school, but I feel like that there's gonna be a lot of change probably coming to it. With um, right, it's not gonna be like. I wish they just do with two NXT two point and go back to the original, but I don't think yeah. I don't think they're gonna do that. But I would like to make it better than what it is. I think what the I think what they might do is is like have the have the brand progress but implement things from the older you know the older brand the from the yeah. black and gold they'll put stuff in there from the black and gold as they progress yeah i could definitely see down the line them going back to the black and gold but since, yeah. I, ju- since I just did it in 2.0 well, they didn't just do it they hasn't been out too many years so you're gonna keep that probably right Whoa, you see that? Yeah, that was. Oh. Look, oh, man, this is so fast paced. It's, it's very lucha libre. Very lucha libre. A lot of. Oh, that was good. Give me a heart. Yeah, Eddie and Demon Linko, man, they used to have killer matches. I, I want to see the match. I don't care about Hulk Hogan. I don't. I want to see the match. <laughs> it, it, they do picture and picture and just show. Why do they do that? Why do? Why do they do what? that? You're not gonna hunt nobody down. So Hogan is Nick Perry's brother. Need all the little Hulkamen acts to say their prayers for the for the Hulkster. Oh man! Because <laughs> oh, you don't care. About him. <laughs> Jimmy, he is so over the top for no reason. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know about all this. <laughs> what does this have to do with anything that's going on in the match? I mean, I understand the story that's going on, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. The interrupt a match. That's that's got to be a Hogan power move because he had he had some creative control. Yeah. I know, uh, he interrupts a great match just to hear him talk his crap. <laughs> it took them a lot to get in the sound with WCW because he was doing a lot of acting and stuff. And when he left WWE, he was pretty much done with wrestling. It took him a lot. So I'm pretty sure they gave him a lot of creative control, a lot of money. Yeah. No, Mikey Willie. They cut a nine and did all that. If they wouldn't have signed Hulk Hogan, I believe they'd still be around to this day. No, no, they, no they could have signed Macho Man's Lex Luger, but oh, that was a good, that was a good move by Eddie Guerrero. And I mean, I understand if Hulk Hogan has his fans out there, his Hulkamaniacs out there, brother. I understand that. I'm not taking that away from you at oh. all. You, you want to be a fan of his? That's yeah. cool. Oh, I'm just saying he's, you know, you he's he's, <laughs> he's not the I best mean, in the world. No, not not to a lot of people. But I feel like during that time he was 
money making person that's that's what made WCW as big as it was. Not just Hulk Hogan, but when he came to WCW, really shot off a little bit because that was WWE's biggest name yeah. at that time. And then they, well, they're from it. They were getting tired of the older guys and they were bringing new guys like Shawn Michaels, Beasley. Even those two big, two young guys, they left. <laughs> then they, they yep. one, two, three kid, he left. Right. Look. Oh. Do you see the fan? I say that the heavy set fan with in the red. Yeah, jacket. I do. I was, yeah, with the Hulk have, Hogan shirt. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Mighty? <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Mighty Ducks. He was in a lot of other movies. Yeah, I've seen Mighty Ducks. Like you know, the bigger heavy set kid. Yeah, that's who. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I could imagine someone like uh, back in these days. I don't know. Everyone probably loved Hulk Hogan. Didn't even know anything. Like that thing, there was no dirt sheets or any weekend. Yeah, Mile High City. That was a good match from Eddie Guerrero and Dimalenko. Hell yeah, I like the ending of it, man. Dimalenko says, "One another shot." Another shot, and it's like anytime you got it, man, they shake hands. One by roll up. I'm I'm pretty sure that's this is just beginning with them too. Yeah, they have a long story. Especially in ECW, probably because a lot of people forget that all these people start out in ECW, like Guerrero, Dean Linko, and then what Bischoff did. If you watch the W when the Monday Night Wars documentary thing on Peacock, it's like a series, Mm -hmm. and then Bischoff said that. He pimp. He basically took everyone that ECW had, and yeah, pretty much brought them. Like he signed RVD at one point, but early, oh, yeah, early. he had the Sandman there, but they called him Hack. Uh, yeah. They had Public Enemy, uh, Rey Mysterio, Chris Jericho. Yeah, those were the ones that really stood out, like Guerrero, Mysterio, Jericho, Psychosis. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Psychosis, too. Hula, too, Guerrero. Uh, Dimolenko. There's some others, too, but that's what they did. Eddie. Eddie was in ECW. Yep. Uh, Drew something of Liger for a little bit. But yeah. W- I think WWE capitalized on the hardcore part a little bit better. Because they didn't really take anyone from ECW. They just used that format and put it on their show. Right, exactly. They didn't. Right. They, t- they didn't push any talent. They poached. They pushed their content. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't sign anyone. They just used that format. Used their wrestlers, but they did sign a lot of ECW talent later on, like Tommy Dreamer. Well, basically, when they bought the company out, yeah. WCW. But I think a lot of the wrestlers left WCW to go to WWE before it got sold. Booker T. Well, not not Booker T. Uh, RVD did. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of them. Benoit, and keep in mind also during ECW's last days as far as a company before uh, WWE bought them uh, there was a lot of wrestlers going to WWE they, they were they weren't you know right. WWE was important they were going they were going to WWE because number one they were getting paid at ECW 
they weren't being able to do anything and the TV deal was gone so that they, they pretty much had they, they pretty much had no place to apply their craft unless they, they unless they signed with WWE or WCW yeah those two were the really the only two big ones yeah Ring of Honor once WCW gone. was gone once, uh, I think once WCW was gone ECW went right after so yeah I think they bought them like Side by side, like WCW. Yeah. And a few days later, they bought ECW. Then also did the invasion. Thing where yeah. Had, that invasion would have been so much better if they would have had guys like Sting, Goldberg, Hulk Hogan, the NWO. Like that would have been a better invasion. But basically, what they did just put the whole roster as EC. They just combined it. It it, it could have been better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because most of the big names at the time were sitting home and just collecting checks. Oh, they put through a woman. There's <laughs> <laughs> a woman. A woman. Oh, man. Gene Oakland, that's a woman. <laughs> yeah, a woman's beating the hell out of him. Oh man! Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Who's that? Kevin Sullivan. That's Kevin. That is. That's Kevin oh, Sullivan, man. I think. Dressed like a granny at a wrestling show. <laughs> Who? There, like he sat there. That's not the conspicuous at all. That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> He's a stunt granny. <laughs> He's gonna do the same move. Oh man, this that was funny. How does this move? Hard? Just <laughs> He's, like when he does the whole Hogan's just moving his head. I was gonna say was beating. yeah, pretty much. Hulk Hogan's the one <laughs> doing all the action. What does this have to do with the story? But it's to humiliate Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's basically what they're doing is humiliating Hulk Hogan and the Hulkamaniacs out there, brother. Now, see if you look at that, the way that the way that the giant did that, Hulk Hogan did most of the work. Hulk Hogan just twisted his head, and 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 the giant just acted like he did it. Who is this? Uh, this when they shave his mustache. Who is that? I don't know who that was, but they got. Oh, the American males. <laughs> like the whole roster is about to come out, probably. All the faces. <laughs> oh, the nasty boys. This met them this past weekend. Well, they were nasty for one minute. Now they're on the floor now. Choke <laughs> slam. It, giants are taking them out. <laughs> like That's everyone. a great choke slam too. I love his choke slams. He almost didn't get the other nasty boy right there. Which one is that? Is that one? That was Brian Hobbs. Is that his name? Yeah. Got a knife. He could have just rolled out of the ring. 
having to do all that. Just, just think about this. Just think about how funny it is them putting up this, 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 him, them coming up with this whole plan. Kevin says, "Okay, I'm gonna dress like an old lady. I'm gonna sit in the front when he walks out. I'm gonna throw this flower in his face." <laughs> Uh, and then that's y'all come out. <laughs> it's comical. It, it's it's silly. <laughs> Commercial. And Hulk Hogan just laying down, taking a breather. He's relaxing. <laughs> Did you get a commercial? Yep. Oh, cool. oh Machiavelli, I went to a while ago. That's cool. Yeah, WCW. I would have liked to have went to one of those if I was around that time. See, I was I, I was pretty young at the time too. Watching, I want I've always wanted to go to a WCW show. I went to a WWE. F show. I went to a Raw when I was younger, but that's I never went yeah. to a WCW show. I was born in 2001, the year they were bought. So, oh, okay. So you weren't you weren't around for the glory days of WCW. I make that makes me feel old. <laughs> I, oh, I watched all of it. It's not living in it. Yeah. When I started watching wrestling, <laughs> I just remember a lot of TNA. That's what I was shown a lot. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. Yeah. AJ Styles is still one of my favorite wrestlers to this day. Like my uncle would have like all kinds of wrestling DVDs. And we'd watch WWE, TNA, WWE, TNA, a combination of both. Yeah. The wrestlers that stuck out to me was RVD and Jeff Hardy. John seen it a little bit. Like before he was mm-hmm. a lot of PG. Like he had that long title reign in 2007. Yeah. People still don't believe me that I know Pedro Morales and Don Morocco. Yeah, I believe you. You've been around the wrestling business a, a long time. I mean, as far like, as I, like, I meeting and greeting and getting to meet them. Yeah, like no one even told me about them really. I just watched. Uh, it's like the best of the Intercontinental and all the wrestlers were on there. Hmm. All right. I can't believe I know a lot of the wrestlers. I, I know so, not all those wrestlers back then, but Oh man, a flaring arm. What is this the main event? Yeah, this I think so. Event. Yeah, I mean, damn. I love that robe too. The color, the orange with the with the diamonds with the. That's cool. This should be a good main event. I feel like it should have been the first, <laughs> but at least in this match, there's no Hulk Hogan in it. Right. Not even involved. I 
like in every match besides Eddie and Malenko, Hulk Hogan wasn't involved. Well, he was involved in the commercial thing, in the picture in picture, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, most of the most of the segments have been Hulk Hogan in the show. <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, basically all Hulk Hogan. That's yeah, the Hulk show. Following <laughs> <laughs> profiling. <laughs> I saw I saw the, the finish of the match was what I think it was Comrade Thompson had handed Flair some some uh, brass knuckles and he he uh he uh cracked uh cracked Jeff Jarrett with them. Mm. And Comrade has a podcast with Jeff Jarrett too, so I'm not sure how that can how that's all gonna yeah. out. <laughs> Ouch. Those guardrails are a lot. They would hurt more than the guardrails that are used today. Like AEW has similar guardrails to that, but those are like steel. Yeah, that's the real deal. <laughs> like if you land on those, you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Like even like WWE has like the padding barricades and the padding on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like even they have like a Matt's right there, but I would still say even without a mat, you, you it would still hurt. Like even with the mat. Oh, definitely. Like I say, though, I mean, Rick and Arn are having a good fight here, though. I'm enjoying this. Ooh. Yes, see, a move like that would, especially Ric Flair landing right on his. Ugh, jeez. And those mats aren't really that, they're pretty thin. Those are pretty thin mats. Yeah, it's not, they're, not th they're not thick. Yeah. They're like the mats that you would take to, like whenever you were in kindergarten, then they would tell you to bring a mat to school to take naps in kindergarten. Those little mats yeah. or the mats that you would take to, to gym class. Yeah. Those kind of mats, except they're bigger and wider, but they're just they're just as thin as those mats. See, they are so precise. Look at that. Beautiful spine buster by Arn Anderson. See, the chemistry they have. They've always had that great chemistry in these matches. I can't stop yawning. It's not because the match is boring, but... Long day. <laughs> yeah. 
Russell without sound says that Arn Anderson's something. On rules, Rick sucks. I think it said Rick sucks on the bottom, but I know the first part said on rules. Arn Anderson, as always, had one of the best spine busters. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Even to this day, probably. He's done it a few times in AEW. I think there's people that mouth their spine busters after Arn Anderson's. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Well, I can't. Hey, Brenda, thanks for tuning I in. I would say, say Brenda, but that's my grandmother, so thanks for watching. I <laughs> uh, can't wait for you to be tomorrow night. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, yeah. I, I think Kenny Omega might return tomorrow night since the Undisputed Elite is going to be there. And Trio's tiles are coming, so. Uh. Man, I mean, you never know, dude. That's the, that's the thing, I mean, because they're saying he can come back at any time, and he's supposed to be coming back pretty soon. So, yeah. me personally, I'm hoping also that he makes his return. It's supposed to be a tournament leading to the uh, Trios Championships. and That's going to be so good. Like they seen like last week, they had the Young Bucks and Hangman. Like they were going to team up, but I think Kenny Omega is going to be showing up. Cause like they even said that, that they wanted to wait to like they wanted to wait till Kenny Omega was ready to come back to bring those titles in and to bring the titles back. Yeah, you know, they're bringing them, they're bringing them in, and Kenny Omega said they're coming back pretty soon. So I'm excited hope, for it, man. I can't. I just can't hope, wait to see what's going to happen. I just hope he's not coming back way like really really soon. And then he comes back and gets injured even worse than he did the last, but. Can't, but like Kenny Omega said, he he has multiple injuries that was leading for years, like even in New Japan. Yeah, like these injuries been leading up every year. And I get why he didn't want to relinquish his AEW title because, like, it's his first reign, and he had a heck of a reign, like three hundred something days. Then after mm -hmm. he lost it, took time off. But he's been out since last November, so. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hope he does. Yeah, I feel like, well, he'll he even admitted that he'll never be one hundred percent. Like he'll never be, yeah, one hundred percent ready. He'll be ready, but not one hundred percent ready. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like, like his body will never be one hundred percent. Yeah, like John Moxley's body will never be one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, like some guys like. They feel ready, they feel energized, but their body will never be 100%. Not so you're a young guy like Dante Martin or Sammy, like some of the younger guys who haven't wrestled as long as someone like Kenny Omega or Jericho or some Moxley even. Yeah. But I mean, but, hey, I feel like, like if, if he feels like he's good to go and, he, and he's healthy enough to get in there and work and, and you know, put on the show i say do it you know what i'm saying and uh like i uh, you know i'm wishing you know for the best for him I, that's all i want is for the best for him he's one of my favorites out there doing it and i want him to be in shape to, to be able to do what he loves to do you know so yeah i also feel like he wants to be able to do like his dream matches like prime well on rick flair he interrupted the whole match. Oh, he, snap. 
something like this is like this is like Pillman's official like turn. Like yeah. like for the past few weeks watching, he's been being subtle about it, but now you can see it's pretty official. Well, like Kenyon Blake wants to do him uh he wants to go against those like CM Punk, Mark yeah. again, probably uh Claudio Castanoli, Buddy Matthews, so many people he wants to have matches with and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to wait till it's too late. Right. Because if he if we don't do these matches now, then we probably will never get them like Undertaker and Sting that we should have had. <laughs> See that right. was that was a waste of, that was a missed opportunity. That was a missed opportunity. If Seth Rollins wouldn't uh, jacked him up when he did, probably would have came close to seeing it. Like a, yeah, like not even a match, like a, just a, a WrestleMania, just a com- comfort, like just them standing in the ring together would have been good. Yeah, like, just to see them face to face. But at least things career did not end like it did in WWE. He his career is going to end on a better note in AEW. Yeah, I feel that too. I feel that too. Commercial. Because <laughs> Seth Rollins has injured two people at least with that move, that buckle bomb. He injured Sting and Finn Balor. Yeah. And he still does it to this day. I don't see how they keep how they allow that move. I think I think the person that's that's taking it, they're they're practicing and, and making yeah. sure that they're taking the proper precautions to make sure that you know you don't you know get whiplash or hurt your neck because the main what happens when you do that is that you pretty much jerk back and when you do that a lot of people they can lose control of 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 what they're doing i mean it's like it's like if you've ever been in like a a car record where somebody hits your car from the back you kind of get like that whole thing where you just kind of get whipped back and forth in your seat. It's the same kind of thing when, you, when, when you're taking a buckle bomb and you have to brace yourself for it, you know? I think they're, they're, they're learning more how to brace for that type of move whenever it's being performed. It's like, it's like taking a power driver. You have to practice yeah. to get it done right. Otherwise, it'll end up horribly. It's like Finn Balor's like, wasn't even his neck, like he was in perfect position, but his, he broke his, look at his shoulder or something. Like you could yeah, that was on the guard. Yeah, on the guardrail. Whenever he yeah. uh, buckled under on the guardrail. Yeah, but Stings was in the turnbuckle, and I think he had already hurt him pretty bad when he put him to that table, and his head hit the, one of those monitor things. Then he buckle bombed him. Yeah, I think I think Finn Balor's was worse because you can actually see yeah. the effect of it. That was worse. When you saw that bone popping out. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember seeing the documentary thing to that. And Fibar saying that they weren't in the race title title up, and then he said, "Really?" Then then he rose the dub like, like a, like you could hear the yeah bones cracking. <laughs> Next Monday, that sucked. Him being the first Universal Champion and had to lose it in that fashion. That sucked. Yeah, Sabu versus Justin. I don't know who that is. Um, Big Bubba Rogers. <laughs> I thought that was Ray Mysterio for a second. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going on to next episode, episode six. Episode oh, six, season one of Monday Nitro. 
probably fix and get an ad. Yep. Not. <laughs> I would go right into it, I think. Yeah? Are you? Come on. Are you getting an ad? Just switched me to something else. Like a movie or something. I wasn't even watching that. Someone must be using it in my house. Using my account, then it switched over to something else. Well, well, I'm still there. I got it. I got it paused. So whenever you get back on it and ready. Yeah, someone's doing something. Patience, everyone, if you're watching along. I'm going to get this. I had it right there. Then <laughs> Technical difficulties happen. <laughs> uh, fixing the habit, I think. By the way, I want to thank everyone for tuning in once again. If you haven't subscribed to the All Elite Zone, please do. On Spotify also. Facebook and Twitter. Yep. The app giving you issues? Well, I got it on the app. I'm ready. All right, cool. I'm pressing play when you are. Yeah, I press press play. All right, cool. No no intro? Just going? Yeah, they're they're just recapping. I think that's probably going to play the intro after the recap. I'm not sure. Yeah, because this was Hulk Hogan was a big part of the last episode, so the like WCW was big on recapping back in the day. They would recap the shows, and they'll take half of the show up recapping the last show. Yep, there's the intro. Now, Mister JL, he's someone. I, Jerry Lynn, that that's who it is. Uh, Jerry Lynn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember him and RVD used to have some heated, heated battles back in ECW. They had a pretty good rivalry. In Chicago, Illinois. Wonder if it was a friendly rivalry. It wasn't ever really that bad, but it was, it was like you know they tried to top each other. I think RVD was the last one that uh, was the one that won the last time. So maybe we'll see it again. I hope not. That'd be cool <laughs> to see though, Jerry Lynn and RVD one more time. That'd be cool. They're trying to wear the. I feel like they're trying to rip off the DX. I don't know. <laughs> One of, uh, Bobby Heenan's just got a question mark. <laughs> I 
Oh, Bobby the Brain. <laughs> Leave it up to him to have a question mark on a football jersey. The Bears. Could the Bears. Hogan could have stayed home. Right. I'm trying to remember what team Mongo played for. I think it was the Bears. Yeah, Bobby Heenan's all going to sting. United States champion. You haven't seen Sting in a while on these. Yeah. No, something's good. Sting is amped up, man. He is amped up. (laughs) Bobby the Brain. (laughs) Just his reactions, man. Bobby's reactions to things. That's hilarious. That's what gets me. He's funny when he's talking, but his reactions are priceless. Yeah. First match. Short. Can't remember. Maybe Sting going against him. Could be wrong. Shark. <laughs> That'd be cool to see him and Shark Boy tag team. That'd be funny. Yeah. Funny, I mean, cool thing. It's not really funny. Cool thing about Shark is that he was once a sumo wrestler, like a legit sumo wrestler. What they call a Yokozuna, who uh, the Yokozuna is the champion of sumos, I think. I believe so. Uh, Earth was good, but I liked him better. Yeah, I feel like I liked him better as Earthquake as well in WWE. Him and Typhoon, um, I forgot their tag team name, but they were a good tag team. In natural disasters, WWE. yeah, natural disasters. But he was good, he was more of a bigger solos wrestler in WCW, yeah. Um, I, I like both characters, but Earthquake's a little bit better. Yeah, Earthquake was cool. But in WCW, we really got to showcase what he could do as a solos wrestler. Yeah. Because like, he had already left WWE at this point. Cause WWE, yeah, he had been away from WWE for like a, a, a few years by this time. Because WWE's done with the other guys like Hogan, Savage, guys like Shark, Earthquake, and this drug is yeah. another Sean Michaels. Well, at this point, Sean Michaels, Diesel, Razor Ramon, One Two Three Kid, yeah, a bunch of jobbers like Bastion Booger and uh, Bastion Booger. I've heard that name in a long time. <laughs> a lot of comedy, a lot of cartoonish characters. Yeah, I think Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart was. There at that time, and I think the shark eventually went back to WWE, uh, doing another character with the oddities. He was the guy wearing the mask with the Kenny shirt on. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of people don't know that that was him, but that was him. That was Stinger Splash. Well, that Stinger Splash almost knocked him out of there. Well, that camera <laughs> almost got knocked down right there. Yeah, that I noticed that. Cross body. Yep. Oh, I beat him. He beat him with the say, body. Man, Sting was fast as hell back in the day, man. You forget how quick he was. Hey, he knows so that. So he, he knows yeah. so that. <laughs> That's more of a no so than Austin Aries. <laughs> that was a, yeah, he got him so fast. <laughs> that was a good, decent first match. Yeah. You forget how fast Sting was when he was in his younger days. He was quick. He's still pretty fast in his day. But this was like the uh, surfer Sting. Yeah, this is like, yeah, surfer Sting. I mean, dude's moving around like a cat. Just choo, 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 choo. See, that's the thing. Sting's always going to be over with fans. He's never, he's never yeah. not going to be over. He's always going to be over. Yeah, he'll be one of the greatest of all time. Without, he went to WWE, but like his whole entire career, never really actually going there. Yeah. He eventually, like when they first bought the WWE, he refused to go. Like he was done. He's probably going to be done with wrestling. But I think he went to New Japan for a little bit. Then when mm-hmm. TNA started, Jeff Jarrett got in to come to TNA and then eventually signed with TNA. Yeah, he was there for a long time, like over a decade. Yeah, once WCW was done, TNA was his new home. Yeah. See, it's what I'm saying. They're going to keep replaying it. They keep replaying this. Uh, it no, takes up most of the show, yeah. re- the replay. <laughs> A woman. <laughs> You're like, dude, we already saw what happened. It's a woman. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be funny if it was a woman. Uh, it's just a li- <laughs> Just the whole the whole process of the plan making to this just makes was, me laugh. Just it was no- it was Norman Bates. Norman Bates, that was the uh, killer in the movie Psycho. Because Bobby Hinkies, I'm saying Norman Bates. <laughs> Zobiak. I actually like Zobiak in WCW. Very, very different character, character than he did in WWE as Brutus to Barber Beefcake. Yeah. He went through a bunch of characters in WCW, at least three, three or four. He was okay. He was the booty man. Then he was <laughs> that. No, for real. That's what he was. That that's yeah. what he was called. He was called the booty man. That's and, no hyperbole. You can look that up. In in fact, uh, Kimberly oh, Diamond Dallas's wife was uh, his valet wow. for a short yeah. time. Uh, then he, then the Zodiac came up, and then he became the disciple. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a disciple too. A lot of people don't know that either. I'm looking at the first name you said. And... Yeah, I'm serious. That was his name. Yeah, the Booty yeah, Man. Was... 
people already know who it is now. <laughs> uh, I know Diesel, Kevin Nash had a lot of name changes. Like even in that documentary series, he actually pointed that out that he was Diesel. He was hit all kinds of names. He was like a wizard at one time. Yeah, Master Blaster. Something I, remember, like I remember CM Punk saying that. He said like you had to change so many characters so many times just to get over with the fans. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Then CM Punk started naming off all the characters he was. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I remember when Kevin Nash said, "You don't know who you're talking. Like, you don't. Do you know who you're talking to?" And or like, what did he say? He said something like, uh, "Like you need to watch your mouth or something." Then CM Punk said, "You need to watch the show. No one gives a shit about you." <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember that he had the he had that uh the part when he was talking about his six, his sister text him and he thought that Kevin Nash had died or something like that. Yeah, I remember when someone said that about The Rock a few years ago that he died. <laughs> that's 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 funny. Like, like, well, that's a few times that's happened. Like people do that. And if the rock yeah. died, if the rock really died, that would be blasting everywhere. That'd be worldwide. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be just one person Sabu. saying it, right? Now sometimes it's Sabu. Be... Yeah, Sabu. He was on our podcast. Yeah, shout out. Last year, I think. Yeah, if you guys like to watch yeah. that? Go, go to the playlist interviews. We got an interview of Sabu. Such a chill dude, man. He's so cool. I believe someone asked him about this spot he's going to do in this match, about him after match, he's getting a table out, putting someone through it. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Sabu really doesn't fit in the WCW, really. He really fits in the ECW style. Mm. Yeah. But he brought something to ECW. I mean, he brought something to WCW that no one really did. That's true. Wait a second. Do you, do you notice who, did you, did you notice that? Oh, Justin did Roberts. Did you notice who that was? Yeah, yeah a young Justin wow. Roberts. Wow. That was... I wouldn't have thought that if you wouldn't have said Wow, Justin yeah, Roberts. A little Easter egg for you. I'm gonna go back and screenshot that and tag him in that. That was super yeah. young, Justin, too, man. <laughs> this is in Chicago, too. Yep. Who would have knew that this time that he would be? He he didn't know that he would be. He would be a ring announcer at WrestleManias worldwide. Right. Think about that. That's yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like just a fan sitting there, and he ringing out some of the biggest matches in wrestling history. Historic matches, yeah. Jerry, oh, Mr. JL, but Jerry Wynn, he's very good in the ring. He's. He's very, very good. If you, if anyone is watching, is familiar with 
Jerry Ryan. I love his work, dude. I mean, I I used to think that I, I for a long time I thought the WWE was going to push him big time. For a long time I thought they were going to push him, but they never did. Yeah, his run in uh, ECW was good. Uh, his TNA run was really good when his TNA first started. Him and AJ Styles mm-hmm. had a good had a good feud. Oh, that was good. And- and I highly recommend if none of if none of you've ever seen the the rivalry matches between RVD and Jerry Lynn, do yourself a favor, look it up, watch those are those are classic matches for real. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it's on uh, Peacock so somewhere with that EC, it was in, in that ECW stuff it's, it's somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I I gotta go look it through it myself to see if it is there. Um. Arzena, uh, thanks. For, I believe how you pronounce Arzena. Uh, thanks for Welcome. watching. Welcome, MJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. MJ asked me, how did you find us, uh, this podcast? Like, where did you, you find yeah, How did you come across okay. our, our humble little podcast? I know a few people, they, it was being suggested, like, another video was like, yes, AEW videos, like, our live streams are being suggested by other videos. Yeah. Ooh. Nice uh, clothesline by Sabu. That was good. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I am. You Polish? Oh, cool. Thanks for tuning in. Polish? Hmm. That's cool. You're getting folks from all around the world. Yeah. Thought that was someone. Whoa! Oh, that was a that was a stiff looking DDT. <laughs> that was pretty snug. He did that RKO DDT. <laughs> that Randall Keith Orton DDT. Oh, man. Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. He, he countered that. He countered that. Hurricane Rana. And Sabu just countered his. Oh. He's going to give my submission. Yep. Wow. Uh, when was the last time you saw Sabu win from a submission? That was great. Oh, you're from Poland. My son from Poland is watching the All East. Uh, Welcome from Poland. That's awesome. Yeah, Sabu's fixing to do it. He's fixing to bring out a table and put him through it. And sometimes, like, they reverse the wins for some stupid... Oh! He must not get that. He tried to flip him from the inside ring on the outside. Yeah, I saw that. 
It was a bit of a little botch, but it's cool. The match was awesome. Uh, I don't devastate WWF theory and everything. Well, yeah, that's cool. Um, we react to a lot of WWE stuff now. We worked to some WWE. This is like mm-hmm. a best of thing. Yeah, I mean, we're the same way here. I mean, we love wrestling as long as it's good. Yeah, we uh, we don't. It's called the Allies, and we don't just return AW like WCW, hmm. TNA a little bit, Ring of Honor. Uh, I am truck driver. Oh, you're a truck driver. That's awesome. I got friends that are truck drivers. That's cool. Got some family that are truck drivers. Yeah. Well, him in that jersey just question mark. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love like it. it. <laughs> it's so I'm funny. Like, like his facial expression says it all the question mark. <laughs> Sting and oh, Man, I, I I miss Bobby the Brain. I gotta say he's one of the managers that I miss watching. The weasel himself. He was awesome. It's hard to believe like a lot of these People that's on the, these shows are gone now, like Gene Erkelin. Yeah. Vibrant Heaton. Earthquake, both the Road Warriors. Randy yeah, Savage. That's true. Look at what Randy is. Look at the gear Randy's got to. <laughs> See, that's what I was saying. Nobody else could pull that off but Randy. Nobody else could pull that off. Jay Lethal just copied it. He didn't come up with it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I still see Jay Lethal. I can't unsee that. I probably never will unsee that. But the Macho Man. Machismo. But uh, Macho Man made that. He made it. He made it so good that other people cosplay it. One of Jay right. copies his gimmick. <laughs> you see, you see, Mean Gene Oakland doing the whole thing. Yeah. I love the expression of Mean Gene's face doing this whole altercation. <laughs> right in the middle of it. Yeah, he's in, he's in the middle of a lot of stuff. Mean by God, Gene. It, that's the thing, though. Sting at this time in the, in the storyline, he's playing that that naive person who doesn't believe that his friend is an ass. <laughs> but it's like, dude, Lex Luger's an ass, man. We're telling you that he's an ass. You won't believe it. Uh, Caleb Connolly, are you seeing Legends House? Yeah, I've seen Legends House. Well, that's actually really yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. I wish they had made a season two of it, but... Yes, yeah, that's it, what I want to see. But then they'd have to recast a lot of the it's cute the ones that were still living because like Roddy Piper's gone, Pat Patterson's gone, mm. you know, Oakland's gone, Howard Finkel's gone. There's a lot of them still left, like Jimmy Hart, Tony Atlas, Hacksaw from Duggan, but that but I feel like that could bring the ones back are still alive mm-hmm. and like bring some other ones like Hibbilly well, Jim's still well, he's still alive, isn't he? Hibbilly Jim. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was yeah he's still alive. Looks better than ever. If he... but awesome. Like, I'm glad to hear that. But that he that's what I was funny that some of that stuff was just especially Roddy Piper and Hacksaw. <laughs> I don't feel like some any of that, I don't uh feel like any of that was really scripted because like some of that was personal stuff that they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was real deal stuff in that show. Like the things that they were I mean, they brought their emotions out in that show. It's it I really enjoyed it, really. I remember when uh Tony also went to the store and he got pig's feet and bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, got here by accident. Well, got it by accident, but maybe you'll enjoy the podcast and subscribe to our Elite Zone where we do a lot of live reactions stuff on this channel. Yeah, we have reactions. We do recaps, reviews, uh, interviews. You know, we we kind of yep. we kind of try to cover all bases on this channel. Uh, commercial. I got one too. <laughs> it means something. If I feel like if Undertaker, like his contract expired, if Undertaker didn't resign WWE, went to WCW, I think mm-hmm. WCW would would have probably won because then they would have had Undertaker and Sting. Good point. I didn't think about that. I didn't even think about that. You have a good point there because Taker was a huge part of what helped the WWF win at that time. I feel, I can't remember when his contract expired, but like his contract expired and he was in negotiations with WCW and WWE yeah. and then he picked, he signed with WWE. But if he didn't, hmm. like I would if, if he didn't, things could have went the, the other way around. Well, that's way. That's a good way to. I mean, that's a. It's a good way to think. Of, I never really thought about it like that. I mean, really, that it 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 is something to think about, though. <laughs> or what if Hulk Hogan never went to WCW? Would WCW be as big as it was? Yeah, I feel like that well, still would have. This is this, is, this like is whenever Crispin Wild was was uh, debuting. I feel like it still would have been because oh yeah, Crispin Wild. Yeah. But I feel this. I mean, I feel that too. I mean, like Why? it would have been a different business. Things would have been completely different. Oh, here we go out. again. <laughs> they do that on purpose. <laughs> they do that because hey, they 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 uh, they understand you may you may need to go to the bathroom and get you some set concessions. So this is your chance. Yeah. That's the way to make this, money. Yeah. Like if you were there live, this would be the match that you go get, go to the bathroom on. This would be the time yeah. you go get your food. <laughs> Speaking of, I gotta use a bathroom break myself. I'll be <laughs> right back. This <laughs> going for an hour. Career Hawks match will be up next. Yeah, Big Brother Rogers. There's supposed to be a still cage match on this event on this card. 
could be wrong. Yeah, this is totally filler time to get people to buy merchandise and everything. World Warrior Hawk. That's a good pyro right there. Uh, he's fixing to be up. Disco. Well, Disco's gonna do something in this match. He does try to interfere. Uh, yeah, he's fixing to. I took the person's hat and put it on his vest. That's kind of like the uh, flag I have right there. That hat. All right, I'm back. Yeah, just going for no. Well, what we hot came out and then he put that cap on his. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of like the flag I have. Rogers. That's kind of like the same colors. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Big Bubba Rogers and Hardware Hawk. Big Bubba Splash. <laughs> See, I remember. I remember uh, at this time, I totally forgot that Big Brother Rogers was in WCW. At this yeah. point in time, and then eventually, like they saw even more names from WWE later on, yeah. like Ted DiBiase, Virgil, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. <laughs> what is he doing? This going to front house being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, oh, there's an rip that. Yeah. <laughs> rip the <this> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice shirt, too. And I forgot he was in a match. Oh. He just totally forgot he was in a match. <laughs> He's gonna get he's gonna get counted out because of him. Now the fans just totally forgot. You see those fans <laughs> just, just pause there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's gonna get counted out. Oh god, he he forgot he, he forgot he was in a match. <laughs> Big Bubba Rogers wins by count out. Oh jeez. That was so goofy. <laughs> See, this is before. This is like right before the NWO, like right before Kevin Nash and Scott Hall went to WCW. This is like on the. This is like on the cusp of it. Yeah. It looks like uh, Kip Sabian with AEW is fixing to return any any week now, because on the AEW roster page they updated his profile picture thing and he's got his new look. 
Not, like, time. Not, like not the boxers have like his actual face. And on Dark Tonight, time. Dark Tonight Pack defended the All Atlantic Championship against someone. I don't think I've watched that, but Kip, but Pack and Kip Sabian had a confrontation in the crowd. They they showed it on on there. So hmm. I feel like he's gonna come back here tomorrow night or next week. It's gonna be very 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 soon. Interesting. It's about time they pull the trigger on that. They've been doing it for so long. Now, how long How long has it been since we started seeing him sitting in the audience and stuff? It's been so long. It's been like a year, almost two years. Like since he last rested, it was <laughs> 2021, maybe 2020. I believe it was 2021 where it was uh, yeah. Kip, Sabian, Kip Sabian Miro versus Best Friends. Like That's when... Uh, I think that's when Trent's mom. No, it might not have been, but it's one like they had that game anarchy match, like all the arcade yeah, games yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I think that was the same night that Trent's mom drove him back. Hey, no, that wasn't the same night. That wasn't the same night. I think that was the best friend versus Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was, it was either one of the two. I was thinking it was the same night too. <laughs> yeah, it's either one of those two. Because I know it was a big brawl, like the match was. Yeah. I hope Santana doesn't leave AEW. Hopefully, since he's been injured, they can work things out, take a break from each other. Because contract yeah, I hope so, next, man. His contract expires next month. And hmm. it was a missed opportunity. Like, they should have won those tag titles already. Yeah, they should have had them. A long time ago, <laughs> like when AD first started, I would have had first champions would have been Lucha Bros or Santana and Ortiz, hmm. and built along with them two teams, the Young Bucks and yeah. First champions was SCU. A lot of people wasn't expecting that, but during that time, SCU was real hot. They were selling a lot of merchandise. Yeah, they were super hot at that time. Yeah, fans were behind them. Because really was supposed to be Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, but when Pentagon dropped him on his head, Scorpio Sky to step in and became mm-hmm. tag champion. Yeah, he ain't barred. He was kind of like a precursor to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. This is the dark yeah, I was, Hogan. To, I was about to say that. And he'd be doing the same thing about a year or so later, except he would be like fully into the character. Yeah. And he's a more distant man here. Hmm. I know it won't be too long before Bischoff starts saying Raw's results. Yeah, he will start doing that. <laughs> very, very soon. I forgot, I forgot he did that for a while. He will start doing that. He did it for remember, weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it backfired because he said Mick Foley won the world title. Well, they're going to jump to see if he actually won it. Then, That's what I did. It's exactly what I did when I was watching as a teenager. Like you tell me Mick Foley's gonna win the championship, but I gotta see this. Click. Sometimes, sometimes it backfired, but sometimes it was a sucky card. Mm. 
I just it was very underhanded, though. It was very underhanded. Yeah, th that was low down. Like to, to like today, if you did that, you get called out for it and everything. Big time. Like that, like Big that's time. low down. Really, like like you're like they were in a war. Like it wasn't like even Triple H. Like if one of the two lost, like they would just it'd be another day. Like they were gonna go out of business. Yeah. Like whoever lost, it was going out of business. Exactly like it says in, in the documentary, a war of ratings, 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 supremacy. I can say yeah, it right. Yeah, supremacy. That's exactly what it is. Look at the zodiac. <laughs> I lost cop car. Uh, look at the zodiac. He just has one pose. That's all he's doing. <laughs> On top of the mustard truck. Police. Yeah, they got a lot of cop cars there for all that. Yeah, this is of course <laughs> leading up to the whole monster truck battle on top of the building, which I we all wait. know happens at that at that. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait to see that, that end. <laughs> That's gonna be so fun. I haven't seen it what in mas years. What mascot is that? I don't know. Maybe it's something in Chicago. But <laughs> Bobby Heenan, he makes that thing so dramatic when he throws him off the roof. Yeah, he was very dramatic about it. He, I, I mean, the way he acted, the guy just, just fell to his death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, remember as a, I remember as a kid watching, I was like, oh, shit. He yeah, killed like, the giant. How come he killed the giant? You bastard. It, yeah, there was no internet to see rumors or what's going on backstage like it was real you thought it was real and if you watch the footage of, of the giant falling Hulk Hogan did nothing to save his life nothing <laughs> to save his he he got in unbraced himself to make sure he wouldn't fall off too <laughs> I hear everyone saying probably he, oh there is a stuck age match I like the like AEW did this like when their first case was with Cody Rhodes and Wardlow. Yeah. Bit. I remember when WWE used to do stuff, stuff like that. Not the pyro, but like the lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Got a commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> now AEW That's the main event too, huh? Yeah, now AEW has took the adaption from a lot of WWE has too, like the war games. But I like yeah. to see, I'd like to see AEW do World War Three, like a big battle royal of three rings. That's such a great idea. That's such now, a great idea. I feel like with three rings, you're gonna need, I'll say, a hundred people, a hundred man battle royal, and like, do set like forbidden, like if they have a forbidden door two, do it then, because like you could do AEW and New Japan and. Three rings. That's a great idea. Yes, that's a great idea. And if you want, that's maybe, an awesome idea. And if you want, maybe throw in some impact guys or other promotions. But I'd pay to see it. Hell yeah. Or maybe not even people in those two promotions, like indie talent and other big names. Yeah, like a huge super card. It'd yeah. Be like World War Three, exactly. That man, that's dope. I would, I would pay to see that. I feel like I've been just, uh, just thought of it just now. Like some things I, I've thought over, 
Mongo. He didn't have his dog on this show. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Is <laughs> that name Bongo or I'm trying to remember what the hell his dog's name is. I thought it was Bongo for a long time. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Bobby the brain no. is killing me. Bobby is killing me, man. <laughs> he is gold. Oh, I miss him. He is so he was so funny. Probably the brain heating is a lost. Ah, uh, we we've lost him and and ah, uh, I miss him. He makes things so dramatic sometimes, but the funniest ways. Yes, he's great at that. He was he was so good at doing that. I think at some point he leaves WCW. So was uh, Mongo Michaels. Yeah, Eric they Bischoff, do leave at some point. Eric Bischoff leaves commentary, but doesn't leave the company. It, uh, Tony Schiavone. Like, Tony Schiavone was, was with WCW at this point. wasn't on Nitro. He was on the Saturday night thing on, mm-hmm. on pay-per-views. Then uh, Mike Tanay gets brought in. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. I think uh, Dusty Rhodes maybe comes in. Larry Sabisco. Well, this is going to be a good steel cage match. Hell yeah. Arn and, Arn and Rick in the cage. This is going to be awesome. Whoa, Rick Flair's hyped. Look at him. Uh, yeah, Whoa. he's hyped for this match. They're going right at it, too, man. (laughs) Woo! Look at Rick. He's on fire right now. (laughs) He's strutting it out and everything. No one could take a back body drop like Ric Flair. He gets so much air when he does it. (laughs) Yeah, he... When someone he does that, he's all the way. He goes over what is intended to do. Yeah, <laughs> especially like the he oversells. So sometimes, like he'll get hit, then he'll just go outside the ring and walk all the way to the ramp, walk all the way back, then fall down. Yeah, yeah, he'll go an extra mile just to entertain, and I appreciate that. I respect that. That's that's, that's funny. That's cool. There's more of us too that does it, but he's the main one that sticks out doing that. Yeah. I remember one time he got someone, uh, like their finisher hold on him, and he just rolled outside the ring, ran all the way to the entrance, ran all the way back, got outside the ring again, (laughs) walked around the ring, then got back in the ring, then fell down. (laughs) That sounds like him. That sounds like him. I'm trying to remember that thing that, oh, geez, I forget who was having a match was, uh, who he he was having a match with, excuse, excuse me. Um, and uh, he he was in the corner, and they were giving him they were giving him punches, and he walked out slowly, like he was about to start punching him back. And then he looked, and then he pointed towards him. And he started walking, and he just fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, he does the best flops. I love his flare flops; they're legendary. 
Yeah, I think I think you can even find a compilation of his uh of his flops, of his flare oh, flops yeah. when he falls down. You can find videos when they have a montage of him falling down. Yeah, this uh I've watched some of those like biggest oversells in wrestling or something like that. But they have a bunch of other yeah. people that doesn't uh was for what was the dumbest moment there's to be history. Probably when they put the title on David Arquette or Prince Russo or when who was it? Some like Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash didn't even get punched, and then he just fell down. Yes, yes. I was gonna say the first thing you said. I was gonna say putting the title on uh, uh, Russo. Honestly, yeah. And David, David Arquette, that was stupid as hell too. Like it was in that. It was in that same year. Like that's when they started going downhill. When they started doing, yeah. Stuff like that. I Tell you some of the funniest things I've seen. I tell you some of the, one of the funniest things I've seen on WCW television, and that was probably the premiere of the Shockmaster. That that was hard. That's hard yeah. to top, <laughs> as far as the funniest thing ever on WCW television. I mean, came, shocking like, the it, debut of the of the of the Shockmaster was hard. To, it's hard to top. Why like, didn't he go through the walls and fall down? And yeah, picks up his helmet and then continues <laughs> continues with the promo like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and the British that. Bulldog was like he fell right on his arse. <laughs> I would have been, been embarrassed. Like your whole character screwed. Like debut of your character, and that's mm. it. Uh, and from what I from from legend legend holds legend tells that Dusty Rhodes himself was the was the mastermind behind that whole prank. He put an extra piece of wood behind the wall where he was supposed to step out. Oh, and and he tripped over that extra piece of wood. <laughs> he did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So that's that, like, yeah, he pretty much did it on purpose. Oh, flying Brian. Is he going to jump off the cage? I feel like he will. Like, I feel like he's he would do that. Like, Fred knocks him down. Yeah. He is flying it's Brian. just the rib, baby. I'm just, I'm just playing with you. He must have had some heat with. Uh, who was it? Was it? Uh, at that or... time, Ole Anderson and Dusty, they were, I think, well, Dusty was a, was a booker at the time, and Ole Anderson, uh, uh, um, Arn's brother, they were, I think what? they were booking WCW at the time. Like, who was the shop master, like? That was a uh, uh, tugboat, I forget his name. Yeah, Typhoon. He, he was, yeah. yeah, Typhoon. Oh, Arn. Oh, Arn Anderson won. Whoa! Whoa! Was, uh, now where's he going? What is going on here? That was a really awkward finish. I didn't even see it. <laughs> oh, I just see the replay. He was going for a figure four. That was completely awkward. He just laid down. You notice oh, that? He oh, just laid down. Is, I don't see what happened. Do low blow him or something? I don't see what happened. I don't, I don't know what I. Well, Flair just simply laid down. That's what it looked like to me. <laughs> I don't see what they're. Yeah, we need a big explanation. <laughs> it was a good match, but. Oh, I oh. see what you. Arn had, Arn had a good fist. I see now. 
Rick Florida broke that. <laughs> he broke that headset. Okay, I didn't catch. I didn't catch Arn having that loaded fist. He had. He had something like uh, some wasn't brass knuckles or anything. It was tape, and hit him with it. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that at first. I just saw Ric Flair lay yeah. down. <laughs> and broke that headset. <laughs> I need Sacker. <laughs> Sacker to help. <laughs> and this is uh, this is what leads up to Halloween Havoc, I believe. Uh, you are now, I guess. Who has it done? Two thumbs out. And... Oh, you lost your job. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Long time viewer, man. I'm I'm sorry to hear that, man. Well, you got two thumbs, or yeah, he's putting like he's putting at himself with two thumbs. Oh, <laughs> I, I was. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, though, bro. Yeah, man. yeah. So yeah, losing job, losing a job is very. Tough and then uh, a new job. Uh, how's it going? Oh man, it's a lot of things have shifted. As far as the world of wrestling, there's a lot going on. <laughs> on the all a lot of things have shifted and changed. Uh, got Stepping a lot of new down on Vince McMahon, Triple H, and Shoot. Stephanie and Nick Khan taking over. Uh, this year, a lot of things happened. With but on the only zone, we have new members. Two girls yeah. are on the podcast. Uh, Chris is a uh, is a uh, MIA, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, I was yeah, going to ask you what's what's been up with him. I haven't heard from him at all. It's uh, I'll message you that. I don't want to say it on here. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But he's just not affiliated with this. But we. Gotcha. Uh, We've gained another show on Thursday with the reviews and preview for Rampage. I don't know if you've seen Eduardo was because that buddy Matthews on and Bryce Rimsburg, um yeah. later this year for a few months this year. Yeah, Eduardo, man, feel free to go back and check out the interviews yeah. you missed, and yeah. No homo. Oh, Christian Mon, Eddie Guerrero. Next episode. Definitely thanks for watching, Eduardo. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah, been a while since it. you been on here. I think we were talking about you, or I was a few. They got rampage last Friday. I'm not sure. Yeah, man, good peoples, dude. And I hope everything works out right for you, man. Help you find yourself another job yeah. and get on your feet, man. We're here for you at the All Elite Zone, bro. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the WCW live reaction five and six. 
and Sleep will be seven and eight. Till the Halloween Havoc is uh, that is coming, then we'll do that. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, but next next week it will be on a Monday. I won't be mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Normally these type of things are on Mondays. Um, yeah, tomorrow it was Dynamite. Thursday to review, Friday Rampage. I think Battle of the Belts is this this Saturday. I'm not for sure. I'm about to see. I think it's this Saturday. The AEW Battle of the Belts three. Yeah. If it is, well, we've done the first two, so we'll do the third one. But yeah, awesome. uh, definitely check out the always on social media accounts in the description below: Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify. But yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Dynamite. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Peace.